Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Saturday, December 30th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I am Wayne Floyd, your host. The Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. Um, you can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. A lot of great listening over there are 60 well-curated podcasts, wide, wide variety of topic areas, all covered from a biblical worldview. My brothers and sisters in Christ doing great work over there. I would encourage you to get on over there. I will guarantee you're going to find something you want to listen to, and there's a real good chance you're going to find more over there to listen to than you actually have time to listen to it in. So, Again, definitely worth your while. All right. Well, I am actually getting this in, getting it recorded Friday evening so it can be out bright and early Saturday morning since Friday was such a such a mess trying to get out an episode. But I did finally get one out. Um, if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. Um, we wrap up our uh, Bible study in uh, John chapter 16 and God willing, we'll pick up on January 1, 2024 with John 17, the high priestly prayer. But with it being a Saturday, we're doing our reading. We're wrapping up our Bible study or our Bible reading plan uh, for the day. Um, this is going to be, let's see. Um, so we're we're in the, the Minor Prophets and in Revelation and then Solomon Proverbs. So let's go ahead and open up for this morning. We're going to open up with the seventh day morning prayer. It's called God's Good Pleasure. Pleasure, excuse me. Let's pray. Sovereign Lord, thy will is supreme in heaven and earth, and all beings are creatures of thy power. Thou art the father of our spirits. Thy inspiration gives us understanding. Thy providence governs our lives. But, O oh God, we are sinners in thy sight. Thou hast judged us so, and if we deny it, we make thee a liar. Yet in Christ thou art reconciled to thy rebellious subjects. Give us the ear of faith to hear him, the eye of faith to see him, the hand of faith to receive him, the appetite of faith to feed upon him, that we might find in him light, riches, honor, eternal life. Thou art the inviting one. May we hearken to thee, the Almighty Instructor, teach us to live to thee, the light dweller, inaccessible to man and angels, hiding thyself behind the elements of creation, but known to us in Jesus. Possess our minds with the grandeur of thy perfections. Thy love to us in Jesus is firm and changeless. Nothing can separate us from it, and in the enjoyment of it nothing can make us miserable. Preserve us from hypocrisy and formality in religion. Enable us to remember what thou art and what we are, to recall thy holiness and our unworthiness. Help us to approach thee clothed with humility, for vanity, forwardness, insensibility, disorderly affection, backwardness to duty, proneness to evil are in our hearts. Let us never forget thy patience, wisdom, power, faithfulness, care, and never cease to respond to thy invitations. Amen. All right, our morning devotion here on the next to last day of the year. Uh, the text is from Ecclesiastes 7.8, Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Look at David's lord and master. See his beginning. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Would you see the end? He sits at his father's right hand, expecting until his, expecting until his enemies be made his footstool. 
as he is, so are we also in this world. You must bear the cross, or you shall never wear the crown. You must wade through the mire, or you shall never walk the golden pavement. Cheer up, then, poor Christian. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. See that creeping worm, how contentable its appearance? It is the beginning of a thing. Mark that insect with gorgeous wings playing in the sunbeams, sipping at the flower bells full of happiness and life. That is the end thereof. That caterpillar is yourself until you are wrapped up in the chrysalis of death. But when Christ shall appear, you shall be like him, for you shall see him as he is. Be content to be like him, a worm and no man, that like him you may be satisfied when you wake up in his likeness. That rough-looking diamond is put upon the wheel of the lapidary. He cuts it on all sides. It loses much, much that seemed costly to itself. The king is crowned. The diadem is put upon the monarch's head with trumpet's joyful sound. A glittering ray flashes from that coronet, and it beams from that very diamond which was just now so sorely vexed by the lapidary. You may venture to compare yourself to such a diamond, for you are one of God's people, and this is the time of the cutting process. Let faith and patience have their perfect work. For in the day when the crown shall be, shall be set upon the head of the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, one ray of glory shall stream from you. They shall be mine, saith the Lord, in the day when I make up my jewels. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Amen. All right. Well, our reading for today is going to be Malachi 1 and 2. So Malachi 1 and 2, and then God willing, tomorrow will be 3 and 4 and we'll be done with the Old Testament. So Malachi 1 and 2, and then Revelation 21, Psalm 149, next to last Psalm, and then Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 24. So hear the word of the Lord, Malachi 1. The oracle of the word of Yahweh to Israel by the hand of Malachi. I have loved you, says Yahweh, but you say, how have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, declares Yahweh? Yet I have loved Jacob. But I have hated Esau, and I have set his mountain to be a desolation and his inheritance for the jackals of the, of the wilderness. Though Edom says, We have been demolished, but we will return and build up the waste places. Thus says Yahweh of hosts, They may build, but I will pull down, and men will carry them a territory of wickedness. We'll, I'm sorry, will call them a territory of wickedness. And the people toward whom Yahweh is indignant forever. And your eyes will see this, and you will say, Yahweh be magnified beyond the territory of Israel. A son honors his father, and a slave his master. Then if I am a father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is the fear of me? Says Yahweh of hosts to you. O priests who despise my name. But you say, how have we despised your name? You are presenting defiled food upon my altar. But you say, how have we defiled you? In that you say the table of Yahweh is to be despised. But when you present the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you present the lame and sick, is it not evil? Please bring it near to your governor. Would he accept you, or would he lift up your face? Says Yahweh of hosts. But now entreat God's favor, that he may be gracious to us. With this thing which is from your hand, will he lift up any of your faces? Says Yahweh of hosts. Oh, that there were one among you who would shut the gates, that you might not light a fire on my altar in vain. I have no delight in you, says Yahweh of hosts, nor will I accept an offering from your hand. 
for from the rising of the sun even to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense is going to be presented to my name, as well as a grain offering that is clean. For my name will be great among the nations, says Yahweh of hosts. But you are profaning it, in that you say, The table of the Lord is defiled, and as far for its fruit, its food is to be despised. You also say, Behold, how tiresome it is, and you disdainfully sniff at it, says Yahweh of hosts. And you bring what was taken by robbery, and what is lame or sick. So you bring the offering. Should I accept that from your hand, says Yahweh? But cursed be the swindler who has a male in his flock, and vows it, but sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. For I am a great king, says Yahweh of hosts, and my name is feared among the nations. Malachi 2 And now this commandment is for you, O priests. If you do not listen, and if you do not set it upon your heart to give honor to my name, says Yahweh of hosts, then I will send the curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings, and indeed I have cursed them already, because you are not setting it upon your heart. Behold, I am going to rebuke your seed, and I will spread refuse on your faces, the refuse of your feasts, and you will be taken away from it. Then you will know that I have sent this sent this commandment to you, that my covenant may continue with Levi, says Yahweh of hosts. My covenant with him was one of life and peace, and I gave him, gave them to him as something to be feared. So he feared me and stood in awe of my name. Instruction of truth was in his mouth, and unrighteousness was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and he turned many back from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should keep knowledge, and men should seek instruction from his mouth, for he is the messenger of Yahweh of hosts. But as for you, you have turned aside from the way. You have caused many to stumble by the instruction. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says Yahweh of hosts. So I also have made you despised and low before all the people, just as you are not keeping my ways, but are showing partiality in the instruction. Do we not all have one Father? Has not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously each against his brother so as to profane the covenant of our fathers? Judah has dealt treacherously, and an abomination has been done in Israel and in Jerusalem, for Judah has profaned the sanctuary of Yahweh, which he loves and has married the daughter of a foreign god. As for the man who does this, may Yahweh cut off from the tents of Jacob everyone who awakes and answers who or who presents an offering to Yahweh of hosts. And this is a second thing you do. You cover the altar of Yahweh with tears, with weeping and with groaning, because he no longer regards the offering or receives it as acceptable from your hand. But you say, for what reason? Because Yahweh has been a witness between you and the wife of your youth, against whom you have dealt treacherously, though she is your companion and your wife by covenant. But not one has done so, even one who has a remnant of the Spirit. And what did that one do while he was seeking a godly seed? Be careful, then, to keep your spirit, and let no one deal treacherously against the wife of your youth. For I hate divorce, says Yahweh, the God of Israel, and him who covers his garment with wrong, says Yahweh of hosts. Be careful, then, to keep your spirit, that you do not deal treacherously. You have wearied Yahweh with your words, but you say, How have we wearied him? In, in, what, in that you say, Everyone who does evil is good in the sight of Yahweh, and he delights in them. Or where is the God of justice? Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. 
And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things passed away. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Write, for these, for these words are faithful and true. Then he said to me, They are done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to the one who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost. He who overcomes will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But for the cowardly and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and sexually immoral pe persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who have the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and spoke with me, saying, Come here, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God, her brilliance was like precious stone, as a stone of crystal clear jasper. It had a great and high wall, it had twelve gates, and at those gates twelve angels, and names have been written on those gates, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel. There were three gates on the east, and three gates on the north, and three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. And the wall of the city had twelve foundation stones, and on them were the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And the one who spoke with me had a gold measuring rod to measure the city and its gates and its wall. And the city is laid out as a square, and its length is as great as the width. And he measured the city with the rod, twelve thousand stadii. Its length and width and height are equal. And he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to human measurements, which are also angelic measurements. And the material of the wall was jasper, and the city was pure gold like pure glass. The foundation stones of the city wall were adorned with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation stone was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh hasinth, the twelfth amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each one of the gates was a single pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. And I saw no sanctuary in it, for the Lord God the Almighty and the Lamb are its sanctuary. And the city has no need of the sun or of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God has illuminated it, and its lamp is the Lamb. And the nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. And its gates will never be closed by day, for there will be no night there. And they will bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. And nothing defiled, and no one who practices abomination and lying, shall ever come into it, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Psalm 149 Praise Yah, sing to Yahweh a new song, His praise in the assembly of the holy ones. Let Israel be glad in his Maker. Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing, with tambourine and lyre. Let them sing praises to him. For Yahweh takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the afflicted ones with salvation. Let the holy ones exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their beds. Let the exultations of God be in their throats, and a two-edged sword in their hand, to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples to bind their kings with chains, and their honored men with fetters of iron, to execute on them the judgment written, This is the majesty of all his holy ones. Praise Yah.
And finally, Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 24. An excellent wife who can find, for her worth is far above pearls. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She deals bountifully with him for good and not evil all the days of her life. She searches for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. She is like a, like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. And she rises while it is still night and gives food to her household and a portion to her young women. She makes plans for a field and buys it. From the fruit of her hands she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff, and her hands hold fast the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor, and she stretches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he sits with the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them, and gives belts to the tradesmen. All right, well, that is our reading for the day, our next to last Bible reading for the year 2023. All right, and our uh, next to last evening devotion from Spurge's Morning and Evening for the year, and maybe for a little while. I, I've come across some other stuff I want to try in the coming year. Um, but the text for it is from 2 Samuel 2.26. 226. Sorry, didn't say that well. Knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter end? If, O oh my reader, thou art merely a professor and not a possessor of the faith that is in Christ Jesus, the following lines are a true catch of thine end. You are a respectable attendant at a place of worship. You go because others go, not because your heart is right with God. This is your beginning. I will suppose that for the next twenty or thirty years you will be spared to go on as you do now, professing religion by an outward attendance upon the means of grace, but having no heart in the matter. Tread softly, for I must show you the deathbed of such a one as yourself. Let us gaze upon him gently. A clammy sweat is on his brow, and he wakes up crying, O oh God, it is hard to die. Did you send for my minister? Yes, he is coming. The minister comes. Sir, I fear that I am dying. Have you any hope? I cannot say that I have. I fear to stand before my God. Oh, pray for me. The prayer is offered for him with sincere earnestness, and the way of salvation is for the ten thousandth time put before him. But, but, but before he has grasped the rope, I see him sink. I may put my finger upon those cold eyelids, for they will never see anything here again. But where is the man, and where are the man's true eyes? It is written, in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment. Ah, why did he not lift up his eyes before? Because he was so accustomed to hear the gospel that his soul slept under it. Alas, if you would, li alas, if you would lift up your eyes there, how bitter will be your wailings. Let the Savior's own words reveal the woe. Father Abraham, send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. There is a frightful meaning in the, those words. May you never have to spell it out by the red light of Jehovah's wrath. Ah, uh, that's a good one. I, I had a feeling that's where he was going. And, and that's the thing. It makes clear. You had Lazarus, who had had the worst of everything in the world, but had come to a saving faith. And you had the rich man, who thought he had all he needed, and on his deathbed, could not come to a saving faith. You know? Um, there we go. 
what better way to end the year? I know we got one more, but what better way to end the year? All right. Well, again, I hope you have your, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. I would continue to implore you to do all you do for the glory of God. And I hope to see you for the Sunday episode, our New Year's Eve episode, um, where we will be wrapping up our Bible reading for the year. Uh, for 2023, of course, we'll be jumping right in in 2024, but we'll be wrapping that up. And again, we've already wrapped up our Bible study in John chapter 16, and we'll pick up in John 17, God willing, on Monday morning on New Year's Day. Um, but let's go ahead and close out with prayer. We're going to close out with the Lord's Day Eve prayer. Let's pray. God of the passing hour, another week has gone, and I have been preserved, and my going out and my coming in. Thine has been the vigilance that has turned threat and evils aside. Thine the supplies that have nourished me. Thine the comforts that have indulged me. Thine the relations and friends that have delighted me. Thine the means of grace which have edified me. Thine the book which amidst all my enjoyments has told me that this is not my rest. That in all successes one thing alone is needful, to love my Savior. Nothing can equal the number of thy mercies but my imperfections and sins. These, O God, I will neither conceal nor palliate, but confess with a broken heart. And what condition would secret reviews of my life leave me, were it not for the assurance that with thee there is plenteous redemption? For thou art a forgiving God, that thou mayest be feared. While I hope for pardon through the blood of the cross, I pray to be clothed with humility, to be quickened in thy way, to be more devoted to thee, to keep the end of my life in view, to be cured of the folly of delay and indecision, to know how frail I am, to number my days and apply my heart unto wisdom. Amen. All right, again, I hope you have a, yourself a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Again, if, if we, I would pray that you would worship with the saints this weekend. If you are physically unable to, please join us on our live stream. We're on Facebook at Vail Valley Baptist Church, and we are on Twitter at at VVB Church. We will be streaming at 1230 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, um, December 31st. So please join us if, if you can. All right, again. I hope you have yourself a great day, and I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one. God bless.